Hello, everybody, and welcome to Football in Crisis, where we go over some of the crises that are faced by the European game. Today, we're going to be going over sports watching, which is the process in which entities such as countries, companies, or people buy football teams to improve their uh, public images. We have guests Krishna Didigu and Maz here. Why don't you guys go introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Krishna, and I'm a student leader at Cupperson High School in Waxhaw, North Carolina. Hi, my name is David. I come from uh, Hudson High School, Wisconsin. Hi, guys. So I wanted to ask you about what do you guys know about sports watching, if at all, anything? Um, not much. Just teams buying. Just, just rich people buying teams. That's basically what I know. Not much either. I know like some of the basics, basically like rich people from countries that have less than ideal human rights records purchasing sports teams to improve their image fraud. But well, I don't know any of the intricate details involved. Well, I mean, you're pretty much right on the basic aspect of it. It's pretty much uh, individuals, countries or companies that just buy football teams just so their like public image looks better than it actually should be. But uh, so I want to ask you guys a couple of questions, but based on your knowledge, we'll uh, work from there. So uh, as a student leader, uh, how can other student leaders effectively communicate the complexity of sports watching to their peers, considering the diverse opinions and perspectives that may exist around the student body? Uh, well, there's a lot that could be done. Well, first, we'd have to start with educating the student population with the problem, because it's not very well known. Uh, especially with European football, as it's not that popular around here. Uh, but so first, we'd have to start with a campaign to inform the students, maybe like with posters uh, detailing the issues that are placed around the school, or with a video that describes the problem. Okay, and what about mm -hmm. you, David? Um, I think uh, what we should do is probably, first of all, inform the student, like um, Krishna said. Um, but we should also, um, we should also like hand out pamphlets to people outside of the school. Otherwise, how are people outside of the school also going to know this same uh, these issues? Okay, so pretty much what you guys are saying is to increase awareness about sports washing mm -hmm. and the sport of football in general around uh, the U.S. or schools specifically. Yeah, and, uh, pretty much. Yeah. Going in hand with that, are there any like specific platforms or channels that you'd find most effective in reaching out and informing your community about issues related to sports washing in uh, football or soccer? Well, well, it will. Okay, nowadays people are on social media a lot, so it would definitely be social media, as it's the easiest way to reach many people quickly. And uh, well, a lot of people, myself included, use social mm -hmm. media a lot, so. Platforms like Instagram and uh, Snapchat, the, they'd be very useful in spreading awareness. And what about you, David? Um, I think um, social media is still the way. As it's new, you can um, it communicates like messages from a whole different scale. Other than like, you can only hit your local community as a student leader. But with social social media, you could hit like um, people from across the world. So you could also get experts on sports washing to talk to and educate more people as well with social media. 
Okay, and another follow up question for you, David. What so, what social media platforms would you like actively use to uh, promote uh, information I, about I, sports watching? I would probably use like Snapchat or Instagram or Twitter or X now they call it. Um, as there's a large football base on those, or Americans or soccer base, uh, people that watch soccer on those and. There's also a bunch of people, the regular Americans that are on that thing, uh, on those platforms. So they can also get, get uh, learn from the sports watching in UK, uh, in Europe. Okay, so I got another question for you guys. So uh, as a student leader, what role do you believe your community can play in raising awareness for advocating for ethical practices within soccer in Europe or I guess around the world for that fact? Well, I think, first of all, I think it's important to understand that it's just not a problem in just Europe. I think uh, it's we need to highlight the, the fact that it can happen here in America. It may already be happening. It's just not as known here. I think it's important to highlight that. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with that, but I also um, there's also like uh, with new sports washing, there's also new American companies that are getting into it, such as like Apple was trying to buy Manchester United a while back. Um, so you could say it's also spreading here to American companies, um, like it was to other places in the world. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that, David. Considering uh, Chelsea's owners are Americans, and they also don't mm-hmm. have the best human rights records with their uh, investment funds and all that. So I, I definitely agree with you there, but Apple also does own the MLS, so it already does exist inside of the US. Yeah. And, uh, you could, like, go on. You could also see it in different sports as well, like um, Mark Cuban's basketball team. Um, a lot of rich people just buy sports teams to, like, uh, kind of bring their own appearance up. Yeah, okay. Well, in your opinion, how can student leaders collaborate with like other uh stakeholders and edu- educational institutions uh or local sports organizations to create uh more informed and uh, more engaged communities regarding sports washing in soccer? Uh so, I'm not too sure. Are there any like major organizations involved in combating sports washing? Uh mostly regulatory bodies such as uh UEFA Regular- or like Football associations, so like the USMNT or CAMNT on all that. I think one of the best ways of doing this is getting like a speaker from one of these organizations, like come to uh, the school and actually explain the problem in person. I feel like that would greatly, like, mm-hmm. ju- rather than just a social media, like, social media is nice and all, but it's not in person it's there's no physical connection it'd be better off just explaining mm-hmm. yeah I see uh, like, the issue like a victim yeah Hi, and what about you david any thoughts um i agree with krishna but i also believe um social media can probably get the the idea out faster than if someone came to it and it's like less efficient Social media can spread the word to multiple people, and then if someone just comes to the school, they can only have like 30 people in a room. So I still believe social media is more effective. Okay. And, that is uh, true. Yeah, you're not wrong there. 
Well, uh, looking forward, what strategies do you think student leaders can employ to sustain and amplify the impact of their efforts in addressing the issue of sports washing within their communities? Well, we've already mentioned the whole social media thing. Maybe like incorporate it as part of community service since many students participate in uh, community events. So have students personally engage in spreading awareness or personally uh, engage in combating the uh, problem with sports watching. I agree with that, but I also think um, we should petition like a local law official or like our representatives to pass the laws like they have in Germany, where it's like 45, 50. A, a company can't open uh, own more oh, than like 45. Oh, I see what you mean, the 50 plus yeah. one laws. Oh, okay. 50 plus one. Yeah, that's on. Well, anyways, thank you all for coming. Uh, thank you again, Krishna and David. And that will be all for me today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.